Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing awesome. I feel like I have so much stuff to share with you, like my recent engagement. So exciting. I got engaged just about two weekends ago. And if you follow me over on Instagram, you probably saw me share the story and post my beautiful ring. And it was such an amazing surprise. Literally took me by complete surprise. My, well, my fiance and I was going to call him my boyfriend. We have talked over the years about weddings and marriage and all of that. We've always had a conversation about it, but it was really never something that was at the top of our priority list. And so, yeah, so it really took me by surprise. And we had spent the long weekend up at the cottage a few weekends ago. And yeah, we were up at the cottage and we're hanging out by the lake and just spending a day there, such a beautiful weekend and sunny and hot. And we were spending time by the lake and then we were getting ready to leave and we're kind of walking back to the car. And Gaytan said, you know, let's go walk out to the dock. And so we took a walk out to the dock and there we are just standing at the end of the dock and he pulls out this ring and it was just totally, totally unexpected. And he asked if I wanted to go steady with him forever. And it was really, really sweet. And I actually said, oh my God, I don't even know what to say. And I didn't say that in a way that I meant no. I just was literally speechless. Like I almost didn't know how to say yes. So it was just a beautiful surprise. And we're really, really happy. And I want to thank everybody for all your amazing love and your kind words. It feels really, really great to, you know, see and hear all those comments and get all that love. So thanks so, so much. And my ring, lots of you have been asking about it. So I did post about it on my Instagram. So you can take a look over there if you want to see the ring. So it's handmade in Hawaii and I'm not really one for diamonds. And so the stone, it's a moonstone and it's actually a stone that represents new beginnings. So it's really beautiful. So it was handmade in Hawaii and the band is rose gold. And then there are these like tiny, tiny little diamonds just around the moonstone. And it's really, really beautiful. And I love it so, so much. And yeah, so thanks everyone for all of your love. And I was so excited to share that. And it was totally, totally unexpected. So we've been together for about six and a half years. And we will always talk about weddings. We'll talk about how, you know, we're not really traditionalists and we don't want to get married in a church and we wanted to be outdoors and maybe at a winery or a farm or something like that. So we will always talk about these things, but we've never really had the conversation about, hey, maybe we should get married this year or start that process. So totally unexpected and amazing, a beautiful, unexpected surprise. 
All right. So that's one awesome thing I want to share. The other thing I wanted to share was that I recently just got back from my trip to Fernie, BC in British Columbia. And it was such an amazing trip. Oh my goodness. If you were watching me over on Instagram and following along with my stories and whatnot, you probably saw me sharing all kinds of photos and videos and all kinds of fun stuff. Fernie is so beautiful. When I travel within Canada, I am often reminded of how beautiful Canada really is and the nature and the beauty. It's just incredible and really, really breathtaking. So we were literally in this lodge that was kind of in the middle of nowhere in this amazing sort of like forest. There was this forest around us. Plus, we're surrounded by all these amazing mountains. It was just such a breathtaking view. Every morning you're waking up and going to eat breakfast and you're just like, oh my God, this is wild. There's the sun rising, there's mountains with snow on them, and there's all this lush greenery around me. It was so beautiful. And so it was a business and pleasure retreat or more like a summit. It was called the Dovetail Summit. And I was invited to go and there was 40 curated women who were there and they picked the cream of the crop. It was amazing to be there with these women. I did not know a single person. So let's talk about stepping outside of our comfort zone because when I spoke with Alexis who runs the Dovetail Summit and she invited me, I just did not know what to expect and I did not know anybody there and it was uncomfortable, right? And sometimes you just really have to step outside of your comfort zone and I'm so lucky that I did because if I didn't, I would have missed out on this incredible experience. I wouldn't have met all the amazing women that I met and all the learning and growth that came out of those four days was just amazing. And I got to learn from some incredible experts in the industry and all about business growth, personal growth. And I'm really grateful for it. Really, really grateful. So it was a beautiful experience, a beautiful location. And on our last day, they surprised us with this incredible helicopter ride over the mountains. And it was so amazing. And so I am really honored that I got to experience that. And I'm really grateful for all the relationships and friendships that have come out of it. And of all the summits and masterminds and all these things that I've attended, this has been hands down the best experience that I have had. And yeah, I can't wait to go again. It was amazing. So for those of you who are listening, who are inside of your comfort zone and you're scared to take that leap and to try something new, I really, really encourage you to take that leap. And there's so much that we miss out on because we are so committed to our current circumstance. And I want you to commit to what's possible for your future. And that means stepping inside of your comfort zone and just riding with that fear. And it can definitely be uncomfortable and it's part of the process. It really is. It's part of the process. You will learn to have not necessarily less fear, but you will learn to become more comfortable 
with the discomfort as you start to say yes to these things that are outside of your comfort zone. And so I can just share that with everything in my business, it has all been uncomfortable. And I get a lot of questions about entrepreneurship and business and branding and all of that. And I will absolutely do some podcast episodes on that and share my journey with you through that. But I can tell you that it's been uncomfortable and I have had to step outside of my comfort zone and step into that fear over and over and over again. Like it is always showing up. I've had fear with branding and business and hiring coaches and financial fear of how am I going to pay for these things and how am I going to invest in myself? And I have just always had to show up for myself and trust in the process. So a friend and I were having this great conversation the other day about the how, how we get paralyzed in moving forward because we don't have all of the steps in place. And it's not about the how, it's about the why, it's about the what, it's about the who, that's what you need to know. And because I'm very clear on that, that's what allows me to move forward. I don't have it all figured out. I am moving forward and I'm figuring it out as I go. And so if you're listening to this and you've been trying to figure out, you know, the next 10 steps exactly and not miss a beat, that's the thing that's holding you back. We don't know the how. You have to forget the how because it is a paralyzer of dreams. Know your why know your what, and know your who, and that's how you can move forward. And that is what I have had to do in my business. And it has been a lot of uncomfortable action taking, but it has always, always paid off. So with that said, I want to dive into weight loss and hormones because We've launched our high fat, low carb program, and I have a lot of questions that have come in. And there's a lot of questions that come in from women who are uncertain, right? They're looking for the solution to their weight gain and to their hormonal imbalances and their PMS and their PCOS and their thyroid issues. And they're feeling really lost and they're not moving forward in order to heal and balance these things because they're so consumed by the how, right? And so you just need to know your why. And maybe your why is your family or your kids. And maybe your why is is just more for you, right? Because maybe you've been feeling sick or unhealthy and just really unwell and haven't prioritized yourself in 10, 15, 20 years, and you are just so sick and tired of living life this way. So you really need to know your why. And that's what's going to help you to move forward because I have the how. And the how, and in fact, there are many hows out there. Let's face it, at the end of the day, there are hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of different weight loss programs, and they all work they actually all work. What matters is just you having the consistency and the dedication to following through with these programs. So they work, but it's about you being in alignment with whoever maybe the coach is and in alignment with the program. Does it fit within your values? Do you feel like it's something that you can make work with your everyday life? So it doesn't matter at the end of the day, what program you're following, it all comes down to consistency and dedication. And so I can share from my experience, because with snacking and with weight and all of that, that 
back in the day, I mean, I was definitely a carbaholic. I was a sugar addict. And I didn't know it at the time. When I was younger, sugar to me was, well, sweets and candies and cakes and cookies and things like that. I didn't have that connection that sugar was bread, sugar was rice, sugar was pasta. I didn't know that. I didn't understand how those foods also impact my blood sugar and my hormones in the way that eating a slice of cake or eating some candy does. And so as a teenager, I definitely overdid it on carbs and pizza and rice and pasta and all that fun stuff, as I'm sure most teenagers do. It's kind of the one thing I find in my practice when I do work with younger women, younger girls. If I do work with any teenagers, I often work with them alongside their mother so that they can have that other support alongside of them because I find that they really need that. And also, they are over-consuming carbohydrates a lot and they're not making that connection that eating their toast or bagel in the morning is going to have a negative impact on their insulin blood sugar levels. And so I can relate, you know, back in the day, that used to be me. I was a sugarholic for sure. And I was one of those girls that was eating all the time, every two to three hours on the mark. I was always hungry. Like it didn't matter what I ate or how much I was eating. I was just always hungry. And every two hours, my tummy would start to rumble. I was always thinking about food. And it's like, what the heck? I just ate two hours ago. Why am I eating again? And so I was always taught that that was a good thing. Eating every two to three hours meant that I was stoking my metabolism, that I was keeping my body fueled. And I was running efficiently by eating these mini meals all day long. And then of course, you know, one day goes by and it's like, oh my God, four to five hours between my meal, I haven't eaten and I was hangry, you know, angry and hungry all in one. And I was moody, I was bitchy, and I just literally couldn't think straight or process anything because my blood sugar had dipped so much and food was really all that I needed. And so I know that this is often a story that many women can relate to, right? You've got these really, really busy days and you're not prepared with your food or you're snacking and grazing all day long and you're actually not taking that time to sit and eat a whole foods meal. And you're not eating meals that are balanced in a way that support your hormones like your insulin, which in turn supports weight loss. And so when I was younger, I made sure that I never would leave the house without any snacks. I always had snacks with me, nuts, seeds, fruit, whatever it might be. And I made sure never to skip a meal, never to skip a snack and eat five to six times all day long. And that's what would balance my blood sugar. However, I learned about this little thing called insulin. So insulin is a really powerful hormone. In fact, it's one of the most important hormones in our body. And it's important that we understand it and know how to manage it effectively. Because insulin is basically one of those hormones that dictates your weight gain or your weight loss. And it almost communicates with cortisol. So if you have a lot of stress going on in your body, in your life, then you will typically have higher amounts of cortisol. And that cortisol, because it's a stressor to the body, it will actually force your insulin to go up. And now you've got insulin going up and you've got cortisol high. And both of these hormones are fat storing hormones. And so to be clear, I do want to mention here that 
the woman that I'm really speaking to is the woman that has 10, 15, 20 plus pounds to lose isn't very active, you know, doesn't have like this regular sort of training or workout regimen. That's really the person that I'm speaking to today because I want to be clear, there are a lot of athletes out there who are very lean and they are eating two to three hours a day, right? They're eating a lot of food all day long. And that's not what I'm talking about because if you're athletic, one, you're already lean. And because you train at a pretty elite level, your body handles insulin very differently. So you can manage more food and eat more frequently, but you don't have to. If you're an athlete listening to this, that doesn't have to be the case. You don't have to be eating every two to three hours. You could be eating less, less throughout the day and still be getting those same results. Now, obviously working with somebody to help customize that is important. But what I wanna be clear with here is that you can absolutely lose weight by eating five to six mini meals, two to three hours apart. Sure, you can absolutely do that. But my approach is not to do that. And having coached over 300 weight loss transformations, what we do, we take the snacking out because it's the snacking that starts to impair your insulin. When you are constantly eating, you are constantly spiking your insulin. So the more frequently you eat, the more frequently you are going to spike your insulin. And so we want to lower how many times you're spiking that insulin and balance the insulin and the blood sugar. And that's what's going to help you achieve weight loss. And not only that, your insulin will have a direct impact on your ovaries. So women who have a lot of PMS issues, PCOS, when you manage and balance that insulin and blood sugar, you will notice that your cycles regulate easier. Or if you have a missing period, you will actually get your period back. And so it's about working and managing with your insulin and your blood sugar that's going to have a positive impact on your ovaries and your estrogen, your progesterone, and your testosterone. So it's all interconnected. And so this is why it's so important in my practice and with my weight loss program. So what we really want to do here is address insulin and address weight loss from a hormonal perspective. Okay, so with that said, let's dive in to insulin a little bit deeper. So your pancreas produces insulin, and it's a very hardworking hormone that seeks out sugar, also known as glucose, and it turns it into useful energy in your body. So when you eat a meal, sugar enters your bloodstream in the form of glucose, and then your pancreas secretes insulin to manage the sugar in your blood and transports that sugar to your cells. So once it's at your cells, what's basically happening here is that insulin will knock on the cell door and it asks to enter with sugar in tow. So in a healthy body, the cell doors will hear this knock and they'll open the door. And on the other hand, if you are consuming a very high carbohydrate diet, you're not exercising, you're not sleeping, you're highly stressed, this process doesn't always happen and the cell door won't actually answer that knock. So if you're constantly forcing insulin to overwork and knock on the cell doors over time, both your pancreas and the cells, they become exhausted because here you are trying to force this sugar to go into the cell 
And your pancreas and your cells over time are just going to become exhausted from constantly excreting the insulin and constantly going to the cell, knocking on the door. So if you're eating high carbohydrates, not exercising, lack of sleep, high stress, then this process isn't going to work very well. And your pancreas is one tough little bugger. So when your cells won't open their door to insulin, your pancreas is forced to produce more insulin in an effort to get that sugar through the cell door. Like it's really persistent. It's like, hey, your cell door, it's not opening for me. I gotta get in there. So I'm gonna produce more insulin. I gotta get in there. Let's keep knocking. And so this is where you kind of exhaust the pancreas and the cells. And if you have chronically high levels of insulin, it makes it extremely difficult, if not impossible, to lose weight. So when your cells no longer respond to the insulin, this is what is called insulin resistance. And it's often the precursor to diabetes. So insulin resistance is caused by a lot of what I mentioned earlier, high carbohydrate consumption, not exercising, lack of sleep, stress, but it's also caused by poor gut and liver health. If you have depleted gut flora, so depleted good bacteria in your gut, and inflammation, which is often caused by the overconsumption of inflammatory foods, such as sugar and processed oils. So you've probably heard me speak about processed oils before during the detox podcast. One of the first episodes on the podcast, I was diving into liver detoxification. I talked about processed oils, getting out the canola oil, the vegetable oil, the soybean oil, the safflower oil, we definitely want to get those oils out. They're highly processed. They're very unstable. They're genetically modified and they're very, very inflammatory. So if you're eating every two to three hours, not only are you forcing your pancreas to produce more insulin throughout the day, but you're constantly knocking on your cell doors, hoping to let the sugar into your cells. So I hope you can see how this could and would pose a problem balancing your blood sugar and your insulin levels, eating every two to three hours is just not the answer. And you should be able to go at least four to six hours between your meals without feeling jittery, moody, and hangry. So I work with many women who have PCOS and often PCOS is tied to insulin resistance. And I work with many diabetics in my practice. And within days, literally days, we normalize their blood sugar. We get their blood sugar to a number that some of these diabetics have not seen in 10 years. And when I have a diabetic that comes on board to work with me, often their jaw drops thinking like there's no way they're going to be able to sustain eating meals every four to six hours because they've been taught through the hospitals and through their doctors that they have to constantly eat to manage that blood sugar. And it's unfortunately terrible advice. And it's not the case. That's not how we need to be eating to balance our blood sugar. And so many people listening to this as well might be thinking, well, I don't have PCOS. I don't have PCOS and I don't have diabetes. So this doesn't relate to me. It absolutely does because we all have insulin and we all have blood sugar. And so we want to make sure that we're supporting that in the best way possible and really eating in meals and not snacking and not grazing because that over time is really going to be a detriment to our hormonal health. 
So that is why we have the high fat, low carb program. And it's been years of me really working with women and taking all of my expertise and my knowledge and putting it all into this amazing 12-week program. And so it's not just about weight loss, but it also is about really supporting those sugar cravings, supporting the stress, balancing hormones, helping your cycle. We've had many women who've gone through the program who didn't have a cycle and now they finally got their period back, which is wonderful. And many women who have PCOS and are having a lot of weight loss resistance, insulin resistance, and have had you know incredible results. So whether it's PMS, PCOS, menopause, 10, 15, 20 plus pounds you're looking to lose, those sugar cravings, this is all that we address in the high fat, low carb program. So I've got a few questions here that I want to answer from some women that have sent over some emails. So are there vegan meal plans available in the high fat, low carb program? And actually there are not. So we have a paleo plan as well as we have vegetarian plans. We also have some meal plans that are free of eggs and free of nuts because of some certain intolerances for people. So we don't have a vegan meal plan, but there are vegetarian paleo options. So you might be able to make it work, but it does become a little bit challenging because specifically with vegans that you're eating a lot of grains and beans and legumes and they can be quite high in carbohydrates. So it doesn't really work in this program. All right. Next question is, do you provide exercise guides? And yes, we absolutely do. So every week in the program, we send out information and content. Every month you get a new meal plan with recipes and we're always posting new recipes in the in the group and everybody's kind of sharing what they're cooking and things like that. So you get a lot of recipes in your plan, but it goes beyond that as well. So we do provide exercise guides. I can't remember exactly what week the exercise guide goes out on, but we don't start everybody out with this expectation that you have to start hitting the gym. Our exercise guide can be done in the gym or at home, and you do not need a lot of equipment. And basically, the goal of the program is first to really get women building this healthy foundation with their diet and with the nutrition and just getting the food right first and really starting to get results that way. And then we can introduce exercise. So I don't personally like to overwhelm everybody with like an exercise program as well as your meal plan. It's like, here, go and do everything. It's no, it's let's start slow and steady because that's what leads to the most success. So yes, we absolutely have exercise guides. Another question is, do you incorporate intermittent fasting? So yeah, great question. So again, that's something that's optional. And we have a complete guide on how to do intermittent fasting. So if that's something that you are interested in and want to start experimenting with it and playing around with that, we have our guide that you get in the program and it teaches you exactly how to do intermittent fasting, how to do it the right way, and really just takes you through that so that you have some clarity on how to do intermittent fasting. We do offer weekly Q&A in the group, as well as coaching support with both myself and my other coach who I have been training and my coach Valerie. And so she will be in there as well. We'll both be there answering your questions. So you absolutely have a lot of support from two nutritionists who are in there answering all your questions and providing you clarity and accountability and all of that good stuff. Another question I got was, are supplements needed for this program? And no, they're not. So we do have a hormone 
masterclass in the program that takes you through supplementation. So we dive into supplementation for PCOS and thyroid and just like foundational supplements that everybody can really benefit from. So we do address that in the program, but it's not necessary that people take supplements. And if you're currently on some supplements and you just keep taking what you're taking, and if you want to dive into that masterclass and make some tweaks to your supplement regimen, then you absolutely can. And that is why we have our private group so you can go in there, ask us questions about supplementation or whatever it is you need to ask us questions about so we can help answer those questions for you and really provide you support around that. Because I know how supplementation can definitely be confusing, but the group is so that you can ask us anything. Talk to us about your hormones. Talk to us about what's working, what's not working, what's going on with the stress, what's going on with your sleep. Share it all there in the group. And we're going to be there to help support you and help you work around these things that you might be challenged with. So That is kind of that with our high fat, low carb program. You can head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash high fat, low carb. To be clear, it is not a no carb. It is just a low carb. We are taking out the grains and the gluten, which often causes a lot of insulin resistance and can lower thyroid hormones. It often leads to a lot of women feeling bloated and exhausted and also experiencing hair loss. So we do take the grains out. This is about taking out inflammatory foods and increasing those healthy fats and making sure that the carbs you are eating are low glycemic and full of antioxidants and minerals and really going to help support your blood sugar. So obviously we are taking the sugar out, also something that's going to lead to a lot of insulin resistance and weight gain and a lot of sugar addiction. There's fruits in there, but we also keep those fruits to a minimum. Oftentimes, If we are overdoing it on the fruit, I have found that it can lead to higher leptin levels, which leads to more excessive hunger as well as weight gain. And so we really do want to be conscious with that. And then with any of the animal products and if there's meat or chicken or anything like that, obviously we encourage that you are choosing antibiotic and hormone free and more organic and so that you can get better quality and avoid any of those hormones or antibiotics, which oftentimes can lead to things like estrogen dominance. So these are all of the things that we are really addressing in the program. And you'll be able to eat things like chocolate and have delicious fat bombs and you can have bulletproof coffees and things like that. But especially with coffee, there's decaf options as well as your full calf options. And we definitely want to address the quality of coffee, which is really important because, you know, if we're overdoing it on the caffeine, it can really impact our stress, our hunger, our sleep and our cortisol levels. So We really want to approach it in a healthy and balanced way. All right. So that is what the High Fat Low Carb Program is all about. And I would love to answer any of your questions. If you guys got questions about it, don't hesitate to contact me. You know, you can always reach me over at Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. Send me over an email samantha at holisticwellness.ca. And I'm happy to answer your questions. We will have registration open for about roughly another week. And it is a full on 12 week experience. That is what it is. And at the end of that 12 weeks, you are going to have the clarity 
to know what to eat and when to eat and how to effectively balance your meals and the types of workouts that are going to best support your hormonal health. We also talk a lot about hormone testing. That's something that often comes up a lot in any of my programs. And yeah, so we're here to support you. And we have had incredible results with our high fat, low carb program and really supporting women in losing weight and balancing their hormones. So come ask me your questions if there's anything that is top of mind. And I really do hope that just me sharing about insulin and about my story with carb and sugar cravings and whatnot can really allow you to implement some better strategies around your current diet right now. So if you are snacking and if you are grazing, maybe you take some time to really sort of rejig what you're currently doing and to optimize and support your hormones by cutting out some of that snacking. And another thing that's really important here is our water and staying hydrated, right? Oftentimes we're eating a lot of food, but we're not drinking enough water and we are mistaking our dehydration for hunger. So if you're like, how am I going to go, you know, four to six hours between my meals? Well, definitely water is going to be really helpful for that and making sure you're hydrated and just getting in enough water between your meals. So I really hope that you start to implement some of these strategies and I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to help support you guys in our next round of the high fat, low carb program. I'm so excited to welcome in so many amazing women from all over the globe which is so incredible and help support you guys in getting the nutrition right. That's what I do. It's all about the food, delicious food. This does not have to be about deprivation and overdoing it all with the food and with the exercise and all of that. We really want to create a healthy balance because we want this to be sustainable and we want this to be for life. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Thanks again for all of your amazing engagement support. I really felt the love. And come find me over on Instagram if you haven't already, at Holistic Wellness Foodie. I will actually be off to Italy in just over a week. And you'll definitely want to come follow me over on Instagram because you bet I'm going to be sharing all kinds of amazing videos and photos and really trying to navigate what I eat in Italy. I'm really lucky that, of course, traveling to Italy means that there's no hybridized wheat. And so we can often eat more of the things like pizza or pasta without having to feel so bloated and get reactive to the food. So the quality there in Europe is just so much better than here. They have some really strict standards when it comes to herbicides and pesticides and GMOs. So I know we're going to be eating some really amazing quality food. And of course, I'm going to be sharing lots of pictures and photos about all of that over on Instagram when I leave on September 5th. So it's coming up and I cannot wait. And I will definitely still be popping into the high fat, low carb group, answering your questions, sharing what I'm up to in Italy. And we've got our other coach there that is going to support you as well. So you've got two awesome kick-ass coaches that are going to help you through it. So thanks everybody for tuning in today. Have a wonderful day. I look forward to hearing from you and I will chat with you guys next week. 